Hello. I'm Sam. And I'm Lynn. And this is Coast to Coast Cryptids. Spooky season. Spooky season. <laughs> I'm so ready for the spooks. Me too. And make some fucking pumpkin so- pie, maybe? Pumpkin soup? Mm, maybe? I've never actually had pumpkin soup. Oh, it's so good, man. We're here to do very specific PA folklore. Folklore, legends, and ghosts? Ghosts? Yes, ghosts. (laughs) Um... I say very specific because it's it's just Franklin. Ma- yeah, it's just Franklin County. Well, the one I believe is in Cumberland County. No, it's not. I'm a liar. Well, Sam, it's just Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> Forgive me. I am literally stupid. Um, it is, it is Franklin County, Pennsylvania folklore. Basically, we grew up on these, like, wonky stories and, um, things you like experience- tell your kid at the age we were told. Oh, yeah, probably not. Um... Experiencing some, like, mild stuff ourselves. Because who doesn't have a ghost story nowadays? In this economy, everyone has a ghost story. (laughs) We experience ghosts for breakfast. It was the 90s. It was the early 2000s. Why do I keep making myself so much older than I am? Because <laughs> you've got the soul of a curmud- curmudgeonly old man. The soul of a curmudgeonly old man. Mm-hmm. And the heart of a disco queen. <laughs> Bless Rolf. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's the heart of a... It's the heart of a curmudgeonly old man, too. Don't worry. I, I wasn't even gonna argue. <laughs> yeah, but that's too blatant of a lie. <laughs> Is it, though? Is it a lie? Mm-hmm. I can't rock the sequin pants. Well... Well, it doesn't really make it a lie. It just means sequin pants are out, I guess. Are they Which really is the real crime here. <laughs> is, is it really a look you want to go for, though? No, because the sequins would pop off and get fucking everywhere and then get stuck in the vacuum and then you'd have to fix your vacuum and it would just be a total nightmare. Honestly, worse than glitter. Honestly, worse than glitter. Because glitter doesn't break your vacuum, it just doesn't come out of the carpet. 
or out of your hair or off your skin. It glitters forever. Glitter forever. So, yours are more uh, specifically edged in, like, just real world, and mine is um, legends I've heard. Specifically heard. Have not researched. I want to put this out here that I've heard these legends. I know them through word of mouth and storytelling. I have not researched them. So if they are wrong, sorry. This episode is 100% not researched at all. It no, is it is not. stuff we know from, from around. This is our... Hey, we, we know stuff from around where we grew up. Have fun! Spooky stuff to come later. Things I think about at 3 a.m. when I'm still awake. Yeah, exactly. So, would you like to do yours first since they're more rooted in, like, reality? Or do you want to do, like, the legends first? I think you actually know more about the South Mountain one than I do. I just know, uh, it haunted. It is hella haunted. Um... I had two of my sisters work there for short periods of time. My mom did, like, at-home visits there. Um, and the church group I was part of willingly is a way we can phrase that. Um often did visitation to the residents and we did some stupid shit as as we were, do we were all dumb teenagers so like i have a lot of um first and second hand experiences and stories from south mountain I don't have a lot of, like, the basic information. We could probably do, like, a whole episode on South Mountain Hospital just by itself. Did you want to do that? Or did you just want to, like, generalize it? I can just generalize it. And then if, like, you want to, we can do, like, an in-depth episode. Okay. I'll have to see what I can find after this. So, South Mountain, to the best of my knowledge, originally started as a tuberculosis ward ward, during, like, the height of um, the North American tuberculosis scare. And it was high up in a mountain, incredibly secluded, and it was firmly believed that with tuberculosis, fresh air would help you like heal so they would send people to tuberculosis wards that were high up in the mountains with a bunch of fresh air really secluded and they would just send people there and that's where they would live until they either got better or died and this hospital was 
most of the hospitals, the tuberculosis uh, centers were almost completely self-sustaining where they would have gardens, they would have animals and then residents or patients, nursing staff would farm and like tend to the animals. And it was all seen as part of like the healing journey and the, um, the um, therapy in, in recovering from tuberculosis. So South Mountain was one of those originally. And obviously with any kind of tuberculosis hospital or any kind of um, really hospital in general, there is going to be a lot of death there just as that's what happens. And the original buildings of the hospital, um, after the tuberculosis scare ended and people got better, went home or died and were buried um, on site, they closed down the original wings, the original buildings, and um, just, like, closed to them, um, didn't house people in it anymore, didn't do anything with them anymore, um, but did not specifically tear them down either. There are still, to the best of my knowledge, um, the old buildings standing on the ground now. Um, it then became a regular hospital for a little bit, I believe. And uh, it was just like a general hospital. It then became a hospital for, well, not a hospital. It became an asylum. And as uh, Lynn and I know, I'm sure uh, a, a good fair amount of people know, Asylums were not good. They didn't help people. They were chronically understaffed, overpacked. Um, a lot of people that were in there didn't really need to be. They just didn't have a better place to go or their family had just thrown them in there without their consent. Um, they weren't hygienic. So... They were not hygienic. Um, people were abused. People were... Experimented on. Um, yeah. it uh, Asylums and state hospitals for the insane were genuinely some of the worst places you could be sent um, if you wanted to be treated anywhere close to a human. You were essentially treated like cattle, and no more was expected from you either. They they never really thought you were going to get better, so they never really tried to make you better. They would try therapy techniques on you, and if you responded to them, that was great. <laughs> if, you if you can call them that. If you can call them that. Um, 
if you didn't respond to them, well, that's to be expected. You're, you're not of sound mind. Um, so both the regular ho- hospital and the asylum saw great deals of misery and torture and death in their own rights, along with the tuberculosis hospital. Um, I firmly believe that it is still running today. But today, it's more of a uh, rehabilitation hospital for the elderly, kind of like a nursing home. And it... Nursing homes have kind of like the the, um, negative connotation of like the children going, yeah, well, I'll send there so you die alone. Um, so that obviously with elder people living there, getting care, um, they are dying there. And, um, so it is still seeing just a, what's the word I want? Um, the only word coming to mind is robust. A, a, a just a... Um, a lot of death. It's just seeing a lot of death year after year. Um, I can't think the word. There's really... Yeah, I don't, I don't know why robust came to mind, but there's... <laughs> It's not a fucking tomato sauce. It's a tragedy <laughs> of an area. Uh, an unfortunate amount. An unfortunate amount. There, is, there has been an unfortunate amount of death happening in this area and on this land and in specific buildings on this land just year after year after year. And after a while, that is going to guarantee a place gets kind of a bad rap. The hospital itself already had kind of a bad rap because it did used to be one of those state hospitals for the... It it did used to be in an asylum. So it did kind of have a bad rap and um, people view it more as, oh, well, the people there are all crazy. But really, it's more just a regular nursing home now. And... um, having volunteered there and read to some of the the um elderly people they're they're just regular old people there's nothing scary about the people in that building in my opinion so right now it genuinely is just like a retirement facility it's well run to the best of my knowledge um when my sisters worked there years and years and years ago. They said there was, like, nothing wrong with the staff, except that it was a little understaffed, as most health facilities are. And, like, there's there's nothing really um, astounding about it in a purely negative light on the 100% physical plane. <laughs> Um, however, my one sister worked night shifts, 
and she would often notice um, lines being opened and shut randomly in rooms where there was nobody in them. Um, figures peeking through windows and doors. Um, footsteps when all of the residents were out of specific areas. The just like random little things. Um, if she went out for a smoke break, there would be uh, it sounded like people playing in the yard far off. Um, it would often sound like there were people coughing, heavy breathing. Um, another sister said it sounded like someone was calling out for a nurse. So when she went to the room to uh, see what they needed and check on them, both of them were asleep. And just like little things that didn't quite add up. Um, happen there frequently and often. Um, my sister, who was going to be working day shift on her orientation tour, was walking through the building with a group of other nurses being hired, and she said they noticed that the door's shutters were being pried open, like someone was attempting to peek through them. But there was no fingers, there was no eyeball. When they opened the door, there was nobody there. And the nurse giving the tour said, oh, don't worry about that. That happens all the time. In broad fucking daylight. Oh, this unsettling thing that just happened? Don't think about it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's fine. Personally, when I volunteered, I would um, walk patients from a day room back to their room because most of them are in wheelchairs. And walking back without the patient, it, it could have just been my own nerves because I was a stupid teenager and was super in my head about everything. But it always feels like someone is watching you when you're in that building. And um, I did see what looked like a little girl run down the hall and make a like make a turn but it was way far past where I should have been so I did not follow her because I am not a stupid white person in a horror movie <laughs> um, I went and I asked the priest that was supervising us and he said nah that was probably just your imagination which tells me it most definitely wasn't. Um, yeah, we... Father. Okay. Yeah, right? We, as teenagers, thought we would be, like, super cool and try and sneak into one of the tubercul tuberculosis wings that had been closed. Um... None of the other kids, like, wanted to go into it. We're, we're going, like, they're like, no, 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 you do it, you do it, ha, ha, ha. Because they were like, no way, it's still infectious. Oh, my God, we're going to get tuberculosis. And I was like, all of you are really stupid. And this is where um, 
I did become the stupid white person in a horror movie. Dude. And I went... (laughs) I went and I, like, tried to push open the door, but it was obviously, like, chained shut and locked. And we were then immediately caught and told to get back over with our group. And, um... So I started walking away from the door and I just heard knocking on the other side of the door. So I stood there for a couple seconds because I'm stupid, right? (laughs) And I just went, hello? Because I thought it was like one of my friends messing with me, knocking on a nearby piece of metal. And they were like, pop out and go like, haha, I tricked you. But it just started knocking again. Which is when I promptly ran away. <laughs> um, the old buildings that they have locked off and locked up, they do just have like a weird vibe about them too. Like it's not uh, a bad vibe. It's not like a if I go here, here, I'm going to be hurt. It's just a your vibes are off, and I don't like them, so I'm going to avoid you. That That's that's what I know about South Mountain. Sorry, I don't really have a follow-up for that. Okay. <laughs> I, I was thinking real hard. Did you have anything that. you wanted... Did I you have anything you wanted to add to it? Um... I think you pretty much said everything... I just knew that there was hauntings there. I didn't know the actual history and the progression of TB ward to asylum to hospital. Yeah. Um, when I went to visit, they had a group pet birds and all of the patients would like kind of help take care of them. It was very nice. Oh, that's adorable. Yes, it was indeed. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I know about South Mountain. Um, since we did volunteer there, we had to learn like a decent bit of history because they they um, specifically the youth group leaders didn't want us saying something stupid and insulting to like one of the patients. That's fair. Which. Yeah, which is fair. We were stupid-ass teenagers. Like, if we hadn't been warned, we would have said something so insulting. Yeah, it's sort of on brand for uh, teenagers that we know. Oh, 100%. 110%. Definitely would uh, um, have said yeah. some dumb shit. Purposely. Yeah. Without a warning. Oh, on purpose, without a warning, for the specific reason of trying to upset someone. Yep. Because that's what you do as a hobby when you don't have anything to do in town. You be an asshole. Pretty much. I just started collecting shiny rocks and putting random shit in jars, so... I like my hobby better. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's 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 what I got on uh, 
South Mountain. Did you want to do one of yours next, and then we can kind of just, like, flip-flop back and forth? Yeah, okay. Um, okay. What do I got? Do you want Renfrew or Pond Bank? Mm. Pond Bank. Because okay. I gotta drive through there tomorrow and I want to be scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Um, what is Pond Bank? Is it just like a reservoir or I've never actually been there? I believe it's a pond. Just a regular pond? Um, hold on. Let me Google it really quick. Yeah, it's a pond. Okay. So, um, driving between Shippensburg and Waynesboro, there's Pond Bank, and it's just like this nice community, and further towards the Shippensburg end, there's this pond in the woods, and, like, it's on one side of the road, in the woods and on the other there's corn so it's like top creepy factor so legend has it that this woman either drowned her kids there or her kids uh, were playing there and they drowned and um, mm -hmm. in the end she drowned herself so mm -hmm. now you've got like this La Llorona type thing going on in the woods and people can hear her crying at the pond for her children and like it's a whole day park area like oh. there are there are footpaths and hiking trails and there's a parking lot yeah people go fishing there mm -hmm. um i heard a story where a group of kids from our school went there and they were talking about it and they were making fun of it, you know, as kids do. And as they were leaving, yeah. um, things just started hitting their car and the car was shaking and there was screaming. So they just get the fuck out of there. Go as fast was it as they theirs? can. Screaming because it's... it would have been my screaming if that shit was happening. <laughs> I mean, their screaming could have, you know, been added to it. Who knows? I didn't really care enough about the people to ask. But, um. Wait, these were people that you do? Like, friend of a friend type deals? Like, Jasmine told me about it, and um, I was more in the, sh what is it, schadenfreude? Yeah, schadenfreude. Yeah, I was more in that kind of ballpark to really care about who it was or how they felt about it. <laughs> Fair enough, haha, <laughs> you bitches got attacked by ghosts. Yeah. Uh, I did not really care about the kids in our school at all. I hated them. That, 
Fair enough. It's a holy. Fair enough. Yeah, so, um, apparently when they got out of the car, there were handprints, um, streaked down the side of the car. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of that too much. <laughs> no, me either. Um, I've gone there to use the hiking trails. They're very nice hiking trails. I've never gone to the pond because I have heard these stories and I'm just like, nope, no, thank you. Don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm not an outdoor person, so I've never been there. I've, I, I, don't like going outside. Fair enough. So instead, I read about things that go there. <laughs> it's like going outside. There are there are no bugs. There is no sunshine. It is better. <laughs> I'm there in spirit. So is she, apparently. <laughs> In actuality, it's just me ast- <laughs> astral projecting. <laughs> just, oh man, I recognize those kids. Fuck you guys! <laughs> Surprisingly, this was actually one that my mom talked to me about, too. She's like, have you ever heard about the Pond Bank lady? I'm like, yeah. Everyone has. I heard she drowned her kids. I'm like, or something. Or something. (laughs) Um, Yeah, this is one that I heard from my siblings, because my siblings... um, Thoroughly enjoy messing with me. (laughs) At the very least, yes. Yes. Um, So the next one that I know of is um, Pennsylvania um, Mountain Lions mountain lions kind of like in air quotes because is it like I know the, I know the the, the thing the, the thing we don't it's talk not about? it's it's not it's not the thing it's not the thing okay to the best of my knowledge it is not the thing but it is just like a strange like weird thing that is happening in Pennsylvania because I know for a fact that I've been at my parents house they live up on a mountain sort of in the woods it's not super it wasn't super residential until very very recently um they still have woods in their backyard and like it's 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 up on a mountain it's it's spooky it's it's a wooded area. It's it's a nice house, but it's a wooded area. And I know for a fact that I have heard a mountain lion crying. My parents have heard mountain lions crying. My siblings have. Um, my siblings' girlfriends 
have we have had to go inside because we have heard mountain lions crying in the woods behind our house while we were having a fire. Um, I know for a fact this is what we are hearing because we all know my dad sat us down, played us a video, told us explicitly what it sounded like to hear a mountain lion cry. Because it was like, this is one thing you are not allowed to mess with. You are not allowed to go searching for. You are not allowed to look at. And at this point, they weren't extinct yet. Um, so, funny thing about that. I googled it real quick because the information I had was incorrect. Oh, really? So they're not extinct. E- no, they are extinct. They are? Um, so, yeah. So the exact information I have from the uh, uh, site that I'm on, which is like a, a news article site, mm-hmm. <clears throat> is that um, although they're occasionally reported by hikers in remote locations, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service thinks cougars, which are just another name for mountain lions, were probably wiped out in the 1930s in the eastern United States. Hmm. Hmm. Um, State officials question the lack of yeah. State officials question the lack of proof from recent sightings. Also on the expirated list are wolves, lynx, moose, and wolverines. Specifically from the eastern United States. Huh. Um, so what they think most people see and like confuse for a mountain lion are bobcats because they don't like they just see it like in the corner of their eye because bobcats are still in Pennsylvania. Right. Um, so they think like hikers are like seeing a bobcat, seeing a, a wildcat, hearing it like do a call and then just running and they're like, it was a mountain lion. Um, they're thinking that's what hikers are seeing. I don't know what I was hearing yelling and crying outside our house. But I know in my brain, it was a mountain lion. Do mountain lions and bobcats sound the same? I don't know. Um, this, let me Google it. I gotta just do my Google. <laughs> I say, in the same tone my dad uses when he gets upset losing an argument. Do the Google. Find out the answer. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh. So, according to this site, um, the bobcat is probably the closest relative to the mountain lion. They do make similar noises and and typically live in some of the same regions. Okay, so it probably is a bobcat. 
It probably is a bobcat. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah, the Pennsylvania... I'm probably hearing bobcats. Which makes sense, because they live up around... Um, up around where my parents would, like, be situated. <laughs> that puts me incredibly at ease. Thank you for thinking of that. You're welcome. Because now the next time I'm at a house, at my parents' house, house sitting or whatever, I don't have to be like, oh god, it's a wailing woman. Oh god, it's a wailing woman. Nope, it's just the bobcat. That's okay. They'll eat all the squirrels and leave me alone. I'm fine with it. Um, so that's that solved. Thanks to Lynn. Lynn's, Lynn's 10 out of 10. I'm here to debunk. <laughs> I'm here to be like, oh man, I saw this crazy ass shit yesterday, bro bro. And I'll be like, did you really though? No science. Only spooky sit. <laughs> You want to tell me about Ranfrew? Yeah, okay. I'll tell you about Ranfrew. Poo boy. Um, I can't really recall anything about the parents or what they did, but um, they built a really fancy-ass house, and it's really beautiful. And all the elementary schools in the area would go there for field trips maybe once a month every other month very frequently I, I swear it was like once a month it felt like once a month I enjoyed it though. we were there <laughs> uh, you have to like churn butter and watch people use a, a spindle mm-hmm mm-hmm uh, we planted daffodils there. Um, I think we spun yarn once. Anyway, we did a bunch of we, old timey things there. Yeah, we learned how to like salt and smoke meat and how to churn butter and put it in like the underground cellar. Like old, old yeah, old timey shit. Yeah. A bunch of fun old timey shit. So, uh, anyway, uh, it's this, oh, that's my train of thought. So it's this big stone building, right? And, uh, through it, there's, uh, uh, anyway, so there's a stream right by the house building on it. Um, the family had, what, two or three daughters? Three. Three? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, all three of them go out and do laundry in the stream. And you know how people were, white people colonizing, and native indigenous people didn't care for it, and a lot of people died because of all of this well uh local natives 
were unhappy. Because they literally stole like 17 acres of land just to build a farm they were barely using. Yeah, it was a good amount of land. Uh, anyway. It wasn't, it was, it was more than 17 acres. That was an understatement. It it was a good amount of land. Mm Mm-hmm. It was so much land. Natives come in onto the property while the girls are washing their laundry. And they scalp and kill the girls. And I think they just left it at that and returned home and then... The Renfrew family, of course, were pissed off about this, and then they went after the uh, they went after the natives, and I think returned the favor. I can't remember. I think that's how the story goes. I'm not sure how true it is, but I believe the story goes is that they um they just um they they went to wherever the indigenous people were living and they just found not even like the way it was told to me um they didn't even find necessarily the three men that um killed their daughters they just found like three random men and killed them as like retaliation yeah it was uh, not a great time to be living in. No, it was hella racist and you shouldn't colonize on land. You really shouldn't. So um, now people see down where they were doing their laundry the ghosts of the three daughters. Also, the house itself is incredibly haunted. Um, doors open, things get moved, that kind of stuff. I personally haven't seen any of this. I don't know anyone else who has, except for maybe the people that work there, but I haven't talked to anyone there since Um, I was 11. Oh shit, fair enough, bro. Yeah, dude, I haven't been there since high school, and I haven't talked to staff since I was in elementary. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Valid. Um, My brothers were in the Boy Scouts, and they would do, like, camping trips Mm -hmm. at Renfrew, because it was, like, a historical site, and, like, just education, camping trips, woohoo, Boy Scouts... Yeah. And one of my brothers, I'm not sure how much I believe it, but one of my brothers states that um, he went to get up to use the bathroom, um, like, in the middle of the night while they were camping. And when he opened the zipper of his tent and was, like, going to get out of it, he looked out to the creek, like, shined his flashlight out to, like, warn off any, like, small animals, like, raccoons or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, um, he saw, like, in the distance 
by the creek, a little girl just like holding her scalp in her hand as she walked along the creek. He said, he said he then promptly re-zippered his tent, woke up his tent mate, <laughs> said, stay up with me the rest of the night or I'm going to kill us both. I can't fucking <laughs> do it, man. <laughs> That's heavy. <laughs> so, like, he, 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 he does have that account. Um, he's also a bit of a sensationalist. <laughs> Which which one is it, so, Nathan? It's Nate. You know yeah. it's Nate. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I can see that. <laughs> but like his tent mate was my other brother, Preston. So he just like woke up, looked at him, said, "Fucking go to sleep, you dork," and rolled back over. That's on brand. Because siblings. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, there there was that. Um. And then just like fun little tidbit that I know about Renfrew. Um. There is a graves graveyard for the family. Yep. On in in the um area on the farm. It's like um, um what? Like a quarter of a mile away from the house? About that, yeah. It's not too far. Like if you look out the windows you can see it, but it is like a mild walk up a hill. Yeah. Um it's the a big body It is a very big property. The bodies in that graveyard are buried horizontally. Like they go they go on a on a horizontal axis. Like if the you're graves, standing at the gate of it? Like if you are standing at the gate of the graveyard they're they are buried so it's like line of bodies at the bottom, line of bodies next, line of bodies next, line of bodies next, line of bodies next. Like up the hill. Hmm. However, the gravestones are vertical. That's weird. Yeah, so when you look at it, it looks like people were, like, started at the top of the hill and just, like, dug the person in the But, um, yeah, the bodies are horizontal, and the gravestones are vertical, because they had to move the bodies because of erosion like they had to rebury them and so they buried them in a way where like erosion wouldn't like really 
affect them too much. But they put the gravestones back in, like, the original places. Interesting. I didn't know that. Um, What Mm -hmm. I was told is that... um, that they were reburied and that the girls might not even be in there at all. Ooh, now see, I hadn't heard that. I was, I I was on the science side for once. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I'm on the conspiracy side. I'm like, hmm. What a swap. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to be on this side. It's fun. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) The girls aren't even in there. Oh my goodness. That is a a hell of a conspiracy right there. (laughs) So then I have... I can honestly probably do corn walkers and spirit buggies in like the same breath because I don't have a lot of information about either of them. It's just shit I've heard, shit I've seen. <laughs> so like corn walkers or maze walkers, I'm not sure like the right thing to call them. I've always heard them called corn walkers. I've but heard um corn walkers. Okay. When, during the year, um, after the farmers have planted corn and it's, like, grown to, like, a good, good height, like, it's nice and tall, it can hide, like, people, Mm -hmm. um, before it's picked, um, before really anything, it's just kind of, like, in the field, uh, if you walk past a cornfield, um, there are specific... What? Sorry, I just remembered the name of the the building I was trying to think of. It's a spring house. Oh, a spring house. Yeah. 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 Good job. I did it. I would would have never remembered that. (laughs) Because there's a little spring in the house. Ingenious. (laughs) Completely original. (laughs) I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. I do the same. I get it. I get it. (laughs) But, um... So there is, like, a set of rules you're supposed to follow if you have to, like, walk past a cornfield or walk through a cornfield, um, specifically at night. Um, the first rule is don't uh, whistle or sing or draw too much attention to yourself. If you can wear... Noise canceling earbuds is the one I was told, but I, I've also heard never plug, never plug your ears so you can hear if they're coming. Um, if you see something glowing, no, you don't. Just keep walking. Don't look at it. 
and get out of the field as soon as you can. And I don't know what they'll do. I don't know if they're like truly malicious or anything like that. Don't really want to know. All I know Yeah, like I, I am I am not genu I am not genuinely curious to find out. Um what I know is um if you are going through walking past, driving past cornfields at night, if you see what looks like glowing eyes no you, no, don't. you don't. Just keep going. Don't look into the corn. Don't think about the corn. Do not walk into the corn. Yeah, pretty much. It's like the opposite of that movie where the dude built a baseball field in his cornfield. I, I don't know what you're talking about. That's fair. I don't know why I thought you would understand that reference. <laughs> I don't watch many movies about sports. I think there's um, maybe like two or three. The whole the whole reason I'm like referencing it is because um there's that line if you build it they will come. Oh, okay. Um it's kind of the opposite with these cornfields. If if I see you, I will leave. Um, and then ghost buggies, ghost horses, ghost Doolahan. lights. What? <laughs> Doolahan. Doolahan what? <laughs> Doolahan. It's basic. it's like the headless horseman, I guess. Spirit carriages. Spirit carriages. Um, lights, horses, whatever. Um, are... It, I mean, it, it's just what they sound like. They are a horse-drawn carriage, a light that passes down the road, galloping footsteps um, that you you hear before you see. They typically follow the, in in my experience, they typically follow the same path around the same time of day. Um, I think, according to legend, if you go near them, touch them, try to interfere with them, something really, really bad happens to you. Like, you're either kidnapped, um, or you die, I think is, like, how it goes. Like the, um, Pied Piper, I guess. You just get spirited away. Yeah, kinda. I feel like, I feel like that's accurate. Um, but, like, in my experience, you're never seen again. Yeah. Um, in my experience, uh, there's one that passes by my parents' house at around 3 a.m. almost every day. And you'll hear hooves clopping, uh, wheels turn, wooden wheels turn. Learning. And it sounds just like a, a horse and buggy going down the the street. And then you can listen to it for a little while and then you'll see like a light kind of like bopping 
like it's attached to a wagon down the street. And um, I had a friend try to run after it once, but I tripped him down the porch stairs. And I was like, if you are stupid enough to do that shit, you need to leave my house right now. Did he? Uh, he didn't because he wanted to he wanted to sit and smoke with me. So and I was the only one old enough to buy cigarettes. <laughs> so he he got his he got his happy ass back up, got very upset that I tripped him down a down a, a pair of cement stairs. And he sat on the porch swing and he smoked a cigarette because we were not chasing after a fucking ghost horse and buggy. Not in this day. Not on the next day. I, I slipped into a fucking southern accent because I am not. That is not what we are going to do. No. Not about that life. Um, but yeah, you'll hear it just um, occasionally... If you have severe chronic insomnia like I have for as long as I have, it is almost every day, if not every day. But it, it never strays from its path. It never, like, turns down the forest road or uh, makes an unexpected stop at a driveway. It just goes down the street, disappears. Um, you see the light disappears before the sound does. And then after the sound disappears, it's fine. You can like leave, leave your driveway, go on your merry way, do whatever you want. Overall, not great. 10 out of 10 would not recommend. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Don't, don't, don't follow them. Don't mess with them. Just let, they're on a journey, and you do not need to be part of it, friends. Honestly, I've had too many reoccurring dreams about them. They just stop. And it... Nothing good comes of it. I don't think they're supposed to do that. Like, every time I have the dream... I'm outside and it's dark out and for whatever reason I'm standing in the cemetery because naturally my family thought it'd be a good idea to build a house right at the edge of a cemetery because it's cheap that's literally it they built it there because it's cheap and um, anyway I'm standing in the cemetery and I hear horse sounds, so I'm just like, fuck, it's coming. And I never knew what it was until I talked to you about it. But I knew instinctively that it was bad, so I hid under um, a stone bench that's in the beginning of the cemetery. And I see mm -hmm. this, this buggy come up, and there's no horses, but I can hear the hoofs on the asphalt. And it just stands there. And then I wake up. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. I'm I'm rather glad you moved uh, across the country for that one specific reason. <laughs> yeah. Also, now I'm stuck in this fucking southern accent. It's gonna take me a minute to get back. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate this accent. Well, do you have... <laughs> Do you have anything else to add about the uh, spirit carriages, spirit horses, spirit lights, the thing? Um, Specifically, if you see any of them, like, turn and, like, go into the woods and you think, oh, that's weird. That must not have been a spirit carriage. I'm going to follow it. No, you're trying to follow a will-o'-wisp. You're trying to follow a will-o'-wisp, but you will get murdered in a creek. Don't fucking do it. Don't follow lights you see going into a forest in the middle of the fucking night. That's how you die. It really is. Don't do it. Either it's a will-o'-wisp and you're going to get drowned, or it's a murderer and you're going to get dead. You know, Mopri never even put the connection that it could just be a person with a flashlight. Until you literally just said that. You're welcome. <laughs> My brain always went, oh, it's a ghost. Oh, it's a will-o'-wisp. Oh, no. It could just be a fucking weirdo with a gun. Fuck me. No, for me, it's either, oh, it's a ghost. Or, oh, it's a murderer. Stay <laughs> inside. <laughs> because, like, we had so many people that would just come around the house to either visit the cemetery or just be creeps and stare inside. That's happened before. What, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, my dad had this friend and he chose to be homeless and every once in a while, like a couple times a month maybe, uh, he'd come around the house and just sit up on the hill and my sister and I would catch him watching inside the house. And that's why we forced our parents to get curtains and lock the doors at night. <laughs> because they just leave it unlocked! Who does that? Yens didn't have curtains? No, not for a while. Bro, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, dude, my parents are whack. I mean... Yeah, we know this, but... <laughs> I mean, our, our, fam our family rule was always the last one in locks the door. Because, like, we had, like, at one point, 12 different people living in that house. And, like, some of them would work third shift... And we didn't all have keys for the house. That was, like, reserved for the latchkey kids. <laughs> so, like, the rule always was, was, like, if you're working, like, that late, late shift, we'll leave the back door unlocked for you. But then as soon as you get in and you know you're the last one in, you lock that door. And then we had, like, floodlights, and we've always had curtains and blinds, and we live in, like, a... at the time it was super secluded up on a mountain on like half an acre of land 
Nope, we had... Jens okay. lived... <laughs> Jens lived on, like, what was basically public property. What the fuck? Yeah. Basically. Like, there was regular traffic there. And they would leave the door unlocked. They didn't keep the windows covered. So, uh, me and Brittany had keys to the house and we'd lock it every time we left. And they'd be like, we can't get in. So we're just like, then keep a key. Sounds like a you problem, sorry. Yeah. What a, what a weird thing to do. What a weird, weird thing to- I'm not- I'm not a fan of that for, like, personal reasons. Yeah, like, I get that you were raised in the 70s and 80s when it was okay to do that. But, like, we- you went through an age where m serial murderers were rampant. And came into people's houses. And you don't lock your doors? Amazing. Astounding. Absolutely fucking stupid. Yes. Disgusting. <laughs> I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna shut up for a while and attempt to get my accent to go right again. Because this is the accent I specifically had. Okay. I will tell you about Quincy Home, then. My mommy works there. My mom used to work there. She did laundry, it, and it was gross. There was poo. Well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Quincy Home is an old folks' retirement home, but it used to be it, it, it used to be a hospital and an orphanage, I think. I know it used to be an orphanage, but maybe hospital? I can't remember. I think it was, like, a little bit of both. Yeah. But, um... So, when, when it was a, an orphanage, there was, unfortunately, a fire and a lot of kids and some of the workers in there died. And now, they're buried in the cemetery where my house is next to. Peachy fucking keen. Yeah, because it's right across the, um... It's right across the cornfield. That whole place is surrounded by corn. Just saying. <laughs> so, um, anyway, orphans are now in the cemetery. So, uh, Brittany, my sister, she would, I think, either when she was in middle school or early high school, she'd walk around when the sun was setting and take some pictures. And, uh, pictures, uh, there were orbs, like, a massive amount of orbs in those pictures. There was no, there's no source of light that could've put those orbs there. Like, we didn't have street lights, there weren't any, uh, 
Yes, baby, I hear you. Yeah. Amazing. She's so proud she can open the door. I, I closed the door. And now she's like, Mwah! <laughs> but uh, there's nothing in the area that could make um, light refract to make those orbs, except, yes, baby, except for the stream, but that's on the other side of the house that she was taking pictures from. I know that the main building is haunted. I've heard one of your tales about uh, seeing a ghost in the basement. But I've oh, never yeah. heard <laughs> I've never heard any tales about where the orphanage was. Now there's apartments there. So I uh, I hope they have fun. Uh so the orphanage where it was where like the uh the main building currently is. Like they took the foundation, they fixed it up, they rebuilt it. Um the 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 tale I think you're talking about was the one where it was like a nurse was this was specifically told to my mom. Um a nurse was down in the basement sorting through different kinds of files, trying to uh get them all right and get her paperwork settled for the night. And while she was bent over sorting through a filing cabinet, someone came up and just like smacked her hard on the ass. Which is fucking rude. It is. It, that is not how you interact with someone, first off. Uh, second off, ew. Yeah. Real gross. Um, so. She put, She immediately just, like, put the files in her hands back, shut the door, got out of the basement, told someone else that uh, she needed help sorting through the files so she wouldn't have to be alone in the basement. Um, my sister, who also worked there for a short time, uh, firmly believed that someone just, like, would ride the elevator with you. That's the one I remember. Okay. Yeah, like, he would just, like, stand in the elevator, like, in the corner. Not in the way, not, like, taking up space, doing nothing. But would just, like, stand in the corner, ride the elevator, stay in the elevator, and just, like, go up and down. Um. And... Mandy, Mandy said she would always just like say hi how's your day going punch in her numbers go to the next floor bye have a nice day every time she like entered or left the elevator um the I rode that elevator it is the polite thing to do I rode that elevator once there was definitely something in that elevator wasn't malicious wasn't mean just wanted to ride the elevator with you. Um, I rode the elevator once. 
after that, I took the stairs because I did. I I was not about sharing an elevator with someone I couldn't see. They just wanted some company. I get that. I understand. I wasn't about to be riding in an elevator with someone I couldn't see. <laughs> um, there are... Now, you have to take this one with a bit of a grain of salt because this is a retirement home, a, a, a retirement community with, like, assisted care housing, um, independent housing, independent apartments, and then, like, the assisted, assisted care. Like hospice. Yeah. So you have to kind of take it with a grain of salt, but a lot of the uh, residents there will uh, be like, nah, I saw a little girl playing down the hall, and I don't think it's very safe for her to be away from her mama. Or, there's a little boy that just run past, didn't you see him? And, um, so, like, not entirely sure how many of these are, like, actual accounts or actual, like, sightings of, like, children that may have died on the grounds or just someone who is... Because this typically takes place in or around where the... Um, dementia patients are or the what is essentially hospice patients are mm -hmm. so you, it, it's not is it just the, the brain failing as it deteriorates and dies or are these people actually seeing these children so like you have to take those accounts with kind of a grain of salt or you don't it's entirely up to you I'm not here to tell you what to do <laughs> I need to see if my dad has seen anything because for a while uh, my family did electrical work there. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so like, yeah. Uh, Quincy Village, heckin' haunted. Uh, most of Franklin County as a whole. Haunted. Heckin' haunted. Major <laughs> major throwaway in um, the Civil War battles. Yeah. I think one actually it, it was, was fought in around Renfrew, wasn't it? Or do they just have reenact random react reenactments there? I think a small one happened there. Like, just a skirmish. And there are... Yeah, basically. And there are also uh, reenactments. Okay. I know that it was a camp. I know that it was a camp for one of the sides. Yeah. I don't know. I got tired of hearing about the Civil War because of Gettysburg. So I just, like, tuned everything out after a while. Literally every single year, we had such a long, extensive segment on the Civil War. And then at the end, just to, like, give yawns 
a little preview into what schooling was like for us, or specifically me. We would have such a long, extensive segment on the Civil War. They would say the Emancipation Proclamation, and then that's it. it ended. It's fine. Mm-hmm. There, there is nothing else. We, and then after that, it was World. It was World <laughs> War One. We didn't really talk about World War One. We talked about World War Two, especially in Mister Shannon's class, where he talked about um, a lot of Republican stuff, and then watched Fox News, and then I was just like, "I hate this, so I'm gonna nap," and then I did. <laughs> You know, fair enough. I I constantly got into arguments with Mr. Shannon, but he viewed them as friendly debates, so he loved me. No. No, that's not what that is, sir. (laughs) Like, he he thought I was debating him, and he was just so overjoyed that someone was using their intellectual freedoms to have other opinions and to debate an authority figure. And I was just like, dude, I am flat out, I am flat out telling you, you are wrong and stupid. (laughs) But like, he he still, he he gave me a book at the end of my senior year and said, you're a smart cookie, keep staying that way. And I turned into a stay-at-home mom that does nothing. (laughs) I mean, you do this with me. I do this with you, which is, like, super fun, and I genuinely love it. This is the highlight of my weekends. (laughs) Every other week. Every other week. I love it. It's so fun. I get to hear your- I get to hear your lovely melodic voice. You mean my- And I get to learn- (laughs) My monotone. Yeah, it's like a funky little robot speaking in my ears. (laughs) (laughs) I miss you so much. (laughs) I miss you too. And, and, and I get to learn about spooky shit I didn't know about. What could be a better time? (laughs) If we were doing it in person. That's very true. But then that would just be unbridled chaos. Mm, Yeah, probably. There would be a lot of hand-waving. Hand-waving, accidentally smacking each other, knocking over drinks, turning the computer off. It would be- it would be chaos. Oh, yeah. But it'd be fun. (laughs) Oh, it would be so fun. But yeah, I think that's all we got for our our um Franklin County spooky season folk tales. Yeah. Folk tales and history. Folk tales and history cuz that's 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 what we can offer you cuz that's what we were told. Yep. And what anyway, we remember <laughs> And what we remember, which is a, a very important thing to add, because my memory is that sure. of a uh, 
Yes, my memory is that of a shit. <laughs> it's worse than goldfish. I was gonna say my memory is that of a, a brain damaged goldfish. <laughs> Are you arguing with a cat? <laughs> Not arguing, talking. She looked at me and went, Wah? So I went, Wah back. Fair enough. What Can you hear her? Uh huh. <laughs> anyway, if you like us, we have a Facebook. Uh, Coast to Coast Scripteds. We have a Twitter. At C2CC Podcast. A Tumblr. At Coast to Coast Cryptids. And if you want to tell us we were completely wrong about literally everything we said, because we might have been, I don't fucking know. We have an email. <laughs> and we didn't do research on this one. Um, we did coast not do any research. <laughs> coast coast cryptids at gmail.com. This is just what we remembered. The bare minimum of it. And how we feel about it. Minimum effort. <laughs> Minimum effort. Anyway, okay, I love you. Bye-bye.